0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of Down to Play. I'm your host, Dappertux, along with
1: Next Gen Player.
0: For this show, we'll be giving you our review of Destroy All Humans Remake. Plus, Next Gen Player will be reviewing Rogue Company and giving first impressions of Deadly Premonition 2 for Nintendo Switch. Let's kick things off with an interstellar journey of Destroy All Humans. The original game released in 2005 on the PS2 and the Xbox, man, it's making me feel old, is now back with a fresh coat of paint in 2020. The new game is out on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Stadia. It's got updated controls, enhanced graphics, an entirely new lost mission that was originally left on the the cutting room floor of the uh, former developers. The story starts out as an alien invasion, but it expands into a larger story about a secretive human agency, an agency known as Majestic. The story goes that Furons for generations keep cloning themselves for immortality, and they need to find fresh human DNA. They come down to Earth. You play as Crypt. 137 and from there we move into the wild wacky sometimes kitschy yet fun destroy all humans paul playing destroy all humans what did you like what didn't you like what would you have left in area 51
1: i'm so excited to revisit this series i love this series i love it so yeah i played it back on the ps2 and man it was like it was funny and wild back then and this version is, you know, it, it takes that classic formula. It gives you a fresh coat of paint similar to what we've seen with Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. And we just saw it with SpongeBob recently. So it's that same principle of, you know, taking the old stuff, giving a fresh coat of paint, letting you dive right in. Um, you know, the, the gameplay um, and, the, and the story um, are mostly untouched. I mean, there's gameplay improvements. Um, um, like slight tweaks here and there, but it plays pretty much like I remember it. But the one thing I love about this game more than anything else is it's just so funny. Like, come on, it's yeah. it's it's. F- I was laughing. I'm always laughing, even even from the first mission. Right? Like, I won't do like, I won't get too much into it because I don't want to do spoilers. But the very first mission, Crypto comes down to Earth. He's trying to figure out what the intelligent life form is, and he thinks it's it's cows. <laughs> cows yeah that was hilarious that humans are cows <laughs> and, and
0: like crypto has the ability to read minds right so he he starts reading the cow's mind and it's like moo beams up back to the mothership and gets communications they're just like well maybe they're playing some mind games with us here
1: <laughs> starts you off on, on that funny foot right and, and it just it just continues right I mean like the the weapons in this game are so funny like you could you can mind control humans. You, you have, like, a Zappo Ray, like, zappo that just electrocutes humans, but, like, you got funny stuff, like, you can anal probe them. I mean, come on, that's the classic alien joke, but, like, the fu- the funny thing is, like, you, you pop the brains of humans, and you collect the DNA, and it's kind of, it's like the in-game currency. You can spend it to upgrade your your crypto. Like, if you haven't played the original game, you have to play this game. Play the original if you want to go back and see the the original, like the, you know, the, the the classic version. But, like, if you want the the latest and greatest and the, the enhanced version, like, you've got to play this game. you got to play it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I went back and looked at the graphics, and I have to say, the way you remember things in the past are not the way they are in the future. Because, man, this game looks glorious now. But back, back in the day, you know, it held its own. But if you look side by side in comparison to what it was and what it is today – Holy smokes, reflections. The grass actually is not just this flat green plane. There's, you know, everything looks so rich. The characters actually move and have more, you know, distinguished features. The explosion effects are incredible. So yeah, they, they did a really great job uh, in terms of the, the graphical facelift. I find that alone worth jumping back into the game for. So even if, you know, you're hazy on what it was then and you go back and play it now, it's the, the visual treat. It's it's worth it to to jump in for the looks alone.
1: Yeah, and the cool thing too is that you can like as you play the game, you can unlock some concept art. They call it the uh, Furonagami. <laughs> Furon Furon is the is the name of the alien uh, species. But the but the cool thing is that like so you can see all the concept art from this latest game. But in some of the concept art, they actually have an image of the original, right? And so you can see like even like crypto right, they had, there was, like, hand-drawn versions of the, of the new Crypto, and then you see, like, the Pixel version of the, the, the PS2 and Xbox version, and you're like, whoa, like, that's yeah. like that's a pretty big upgrade in graphics, right? So, yeah, like, it just, the game looks great. Game looks really good, and, and yeah, it, the the effects are good, the, the zapping electricity effects are good, the, like, you can also go in Crypto Saucer, and his saucer has, uh, like, a, what is it, like, a death ray, and and, and and like um, there's like shock waves that you can send out, and yeah, like it's just great. You can you can destroy everything, right? Like you can.
0: You can... Yeah, it's it's kind of cool that I, I heard someone else online compare it to Grand Theft Auto Alien. <laughs> that idea that it is like Grand Theft Auto Alien, where you can just kind of when you have the flying saucer, you can decide to destroy as little or as much, unless it's of course tied to some sort of uh, level objective. But it's really cool how you can upgrade the ship, and sometimes you're on foot. As crypto or sometimes you're in the actual ship and it really gives you that full tim burton's mars attacks film slash you know horror comedy you know that you're like you feel you feel bad being this uh, all-powerful alien but sometimes it feels good to be bad and i think they really (laughs) captured that (laughs) capture that in this really well well the thing that, that i like about it
1: too is that it's fans of hitman are gonna love this game because you can disguise yourself right you have a power called the Hollow Bob, and and yeah, you can com- you could become anybody, right? And it's just like it's so fun and funny. Like you know, sometimes you'll like you'll go to an area that's restricted, but um, like it's restricted to uh, military personnel. But then you can like mind control, um, or sorry, you can you can actually uh, like assume. Um, the, the appearance of a military leader and you can like and then you just walk in the base you like mosey on in you're like hey guys what's what's up I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the commander right
0: yeah i like doing that too because even with uh certain missions too there was uh secondary objectives where you would literally have to take on someone else's specific identity like the mayor or another you know vip which made it a little bit harder and added a bit of a twist to things i i, I enjoyed that too
1: but yeah it's just like there's funny stuff like that i mean like a lot of that stuff is optional you can just if you want you can just barge right in and 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 have an all-out war but if you want to sort of like you know stealth it and sneak your way in like you know ally hitman you can do that as well so yeah definitely another highlight
0: i'm more of the go in guns blazing type or you know laser laser cannons blazing and disintegrator blazing (laughs) like type but it is cool that the game does force you at points to uh go take different routes and gives you the options of, of different routes as well too uh, what, what were some things that you felt uh, that that the game could have improved on or they needed to reclone? <laughs> I guess for you could say. <laughs>
1: but in terms of things that I didn't like, I guess like the the biggest one is that I found overall th- that a lot of the missions were kind of samey, right? I had fun every time, so it's not not a huge negative, but it like you pretty much do the same thing for a lot of them, right? which is first of all, you're gonna have like some military base or some some like restricted area and you've got to um become uh like you gotta you gotta like clone yourself and become another human right to get yourself yeah get yourself in there and like it, usually you have to you have to scan their brains and like you know gather some intel and stuff like that and then after you've gathered the intel then your leader was like okay now it's time to go into your your saucer and destroy everything saucer
0: and destroy yeah exactly yeah yeah
1: so you like you do that over and over and over again it gets a little repetitive but the moment-to-moment's still fun i just would have liked a little bit more variety in the missions
0: yeah oh absolutely yeah no that's definitely my my critique of it too i'll I'll dive into just you know what i what i liked about the game as well with destroy all humans i'll preface by saying i love the 1950s kitsch especially the old sci-fi and horror tropes and films and and you know games like this uh you know the feeling of you know the idea like bioshock gives you in terms of having that You know, you're living through an older school time, I guess you could say. I'm a big fan of films like Tim Burton's Mars Attacks, which is a horror comedy that parodies alien invasion films. um, And all that comes with them. So when I heard that they were going to remake Destroy All Humans, I was super, super excited. Uh, Because, you know, I find that the alien film and gaming genres, they take themselves really seriously. And it's refreshing to have a goofy and charming game like Destroy All Humans Return. Um, I love the the open world uh, that they offered. Again, there's a reason why this is a cult classic, and it has you know some goofy and and glorious moments to it. The parody of the Cold War era, the politics and attitudes at that time were you know were were a lot of fun to experience all over again. Um, playing as ki- as playing as Crypto uh, One Thirty Seven, um, it's great as we were talking about before, going back and forth from being on foot and. You know, having the flying saucer be able to integrate, uh, sorry, interchange and upgrade both of you know the the devices and flying around. Um, things I did find a little bit frustrating. The hollow bob sometimes was confusing, and some of the controls at certain points it was a little bit confusing in terms of the amount of controls that were thrown at you at certain points. But again, that was I eventually got used to it. But at first, I found I kept getting discovered because I was not optimizing hollow bob the the correct way to like re-up my character essentially to stay in stealth mode. Um, but I loved the the freedom to create havoc. And then as you know the game progressed there was just more and more destruction as well too. So I yeah. was I was really into that. But very similar to what you were saying, it it did lack quite a bit of variety. But again, upgrading the weapons and the destructive environments kept me coming back. Um, on the on the game content side it is a it is a little bit short. On the on the plus side, the lost mission of Area Forty Two, which was left on the cutting room floor from the original developer, is is back, which is which is pretty cool. Um, with playing through the game though, Paul, what do you think? Do you think that we've now that we played through the Destroy All Humans original remade game, do you think this warrants a comeback for a game or a new original? Sorry, not a comeback, but do you think this warrants? A reboot of the series or a destroy all humans you know the third
1: for sure i mean like that's that's the hope right i mean i think there's there's people that are you know at least people i saw on on twitter that were saying that they supported games like spongebob and spyro and, and crash um like a because they wanted to go back and revisit those games, but B they're hoping that that if they buy these games, that the developers will make new ones, <laughs> which yeah. is always the hope. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, like, there's just so much potential with this franchise. Like, please, please, like, be thinking about *Stray* humans three. I think the only thing I would say, really, if, if they end up doing that, is let's let's bring the game up to like you know twenty twenty standards, where where um like 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 we we're saying with the missions, right? That they're kind of samey. Um, maybe if they do number three like give us like a huge open world that we can just explore right make it make
0: make it like grand theft auto for sure but don't please don't give us don't give us battle royale we don't need destroy all humans battle royale
1: <laughs> I would just like to have just like a nice open world like let me let me go in and destroy everything and let me go in and do some fun missions and you know continuously update my my uh, mission selection screen stuff like that you know what I mean it, I think I think that would be a lot of fun, and I think a lot of fans would love an open world destroy all humans. Yeah, for
0: game. sure. No, if they bring it back, bigger, better weapons, uh, wilder, even wilder weapons than they already have. Um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, I, I definitely think there's there's room for destroy all humans with as much as what's out there, all packed in with all these IPs and returning IPs. This is one that I'm happy to see come back, and I think it, it could make a a glorious return. But let's come back to uh, what we have in front of us, Paul. What would you rate destroy all humans? Uh, the remake.
1: I'm gonna give it a solid eight out of 10 um, for for all the reasons I stated I just it's a lot of fun it's it's irreverent humor it's it, it, it's I love revisiting these classic games with a fresh coat of paint and this is definitely one of the all-time classics. it's must play in my opinion um, and I think the developers did a good job with this remake.
0: before I give my score, I'll say that once again I'm a huge fan of the 1950s Cold War sort of idea kitsch uh, so I'm a big fan of that uh, I love you know I mentioned before the Mars Attacks films so I'm really into those cult classics the, the horror slash comedy genre so maybe that helped to bump my grade up a little bit or my overall score on this game a little bit, but I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. And not just on those merits. Again, the, the, the coat of paint, if you go back in the gallery, you look at the differences of what we had before, what we have now, the fact that they took the time to take some of the older audio, clean it all up, brand new cut scenes. You know, it's, it's, it's a coat of paint and more. 8.5 out of 10. I would definitely experience Destroy All Humans, War of the Worlds style alien flick. Uh, with you at the controls and you get to be the bad guy too so I mean what's what's not to love. Now moving on to uh, Paul's impressions of Rogue Company. It is developed by First Watch Game and Hi-Res Studios and they've launched a stylish cross-platform team shooter. Uh, it's an early access to players worldwide on Nintendo Switch PC via Epic Games Store, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One. It includes cross-play and cross-save on all platforms, and it's also—I've heard—amazingly hit sixty FPS on the Nintendo Switch, which is pretty wild. Wow. Yeah, it was one of their one of their big claims to fame during the uh, the summer Summerfest game show with uh, Jeff Keighley. But hey, you know what? If they can do that on the Nintendo Switch pretty wild what they can do with all the platforms nowadays uh but yeah paul break it down for us what do you have for us around role company yeah
1: so i just started playing it in the last week um i picked up one of the founder packs for it um and um yeah it's i'm actually having a lot of fun it's uh i'm, I'm surprised because there's just so many online multiplayer games that are out there i mean we just talked about uh, rocket arena um you know one of the one of the last uh, shows that we did but um you know, like with uh, with and Arena, I mean, I had a lot of fun, but uh, I I still thought that that game needs a little bit of work, um, to just sort of like polish things up and get me back into it. But for uh, for Rogue Company, I mean, I'm already having a blast. I I'm man, I feel like I'm addicted already. It's it, it's uh, I I just checked my clock and I'm over uh ten hours, and I just started playing it just a few days ago. So I'm I'm putting in like two three hours a day into this game, and um just to break it down about what it is like it's a it's a really intense uh fast pace uh 4v4 game um it's i found it like kind of casual and and really stress-free like uh, i am a big fan of apex legends but i mean like i gotta admit like i'm, I'm sort of like at the edge of my seat like I, I gotta win i gotta win like there's just there's just like it's so it's so tense right but this one and i don't know i i just don't feel like that it's just like it's just fun it's just you can lay back and and uh obviously the you know the, the matches can get really heated but um but yeah i just found it a lot a lot less uh, stress compared to other online shooters um this one it, it's all hero based so there's 13 different heroes in the game right now um all the heroes have their own special ability uh, passive ability loadout uh, melee weapons grenades and perks so they're all very different um there's different founder packs that you can get Um, the cheapest one i think unlocks about half of them and then the uh, the more expensive ones will unlock the other half Um, i should also mention too that this game is uh, in early access and it's gonna be coming out supposedly later on this year and when the full release comes out it should be free to play so um you you may have to um like there's there's in-game currencies so you, you might have just like uh with apex legends you might have to play matches to get the end game currency to buy some of these uh rogues but uh but i've had a chance to play all 13 and it's just man like there's just such variety with them um so the cool thing is is, is that um in in these matches uh like th- with all the different heroes you can, there's all different ways that you can play right like there's um there's one character um one of my favorites is actually uh ronin she's um she's basically like um um like a ninja <laughs> kind of like a ninja but she's got a, a knife that explodes and and she's uh like her her passive ability is she's hidden on mini maps so your enemies can't see you who uh where you are and then there's other characters like anvil he's like this um he's like the tank he's got this uh, barricade that he can set up and then there's like there's cool characters like vi where she's uh, she's like a poison character she can drop poison uh pools on the ground and and there's someone uh, named Scorch, and, and she can basically, like her special is, um, her, uh, her ammo can set enemies on fire. So you've got like, you've got all these different abilities, it's really cool. And they have uh, a bunch of different um, map types, um, or sorry, uh, um, uh, game types. One is uh, basically like, you have to uh, capture zones right so you have to uh, you have to go in there and and you can either capture the zones or you can uh, wipe out the enemy's lives so um so each team has 12 different lives and then the other one is uh it's 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 called demolition and what you have to do is you have to go and you have to plant a bomb so um like your team flies in you're either defending or you're attacking if you're attacking you have the bomb and then you've got two different spots so you can potentially drop the bomb um yeah and it just it's like really intense and the thing is too like the thing i like about this game is that the maps are super small like you you'll engage your enemies within seconds of dropping um and yeah so like it's 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 like super fast paced and just like Fortnite too you you actually glide down to the map um and also like fort Fortnite, they have uh down but not out so if like yeah if you get like sniped off or or if you get uh, shot down um you're not out yet like you could you have a chance for your teammates to rush in and and take out the enemy and then revive you um yeah so like when you combine all that it's just like it's just super 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 fast like you're you're just like you're just dropping engaging dropping engaging there's no like there's no running around the map like apex like you know collecting weapons and collecting upgrades like none of that um the way the upgrades work in this game it's kind of cool too is that uh, so for each um, for each uh, 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 I, I guess um, like um, for for each successful act that you do in the game, you, you get currency. So if you if you take somebody down or if you kill a, an opponent, you get some currency. And then also at, between um, between like each uh, each round, you also get a set amount of currency. And like basically between the rounds you can go into the store and you can buy new weapons so you can like you can upgrade your your pistol to an AR or a sniper rifle you can buy uh, perks for your characters as well right there's all kinds of cool perks that you can get like you could you can add 25 armor to your health you can reduce your health regen time you can uh, reload while you're sprinting Uh, one of my favorites is you can actually silence uh, your feet when you're walking so, and the, the interesting thing is that each character has their own set of perks as well um, for you to buy. So it's not like there's just like a common pool, right? So you've got to like, you've got to really check out the characters and figure out like, does this character have the special abilities I want and the, the melee weapon I want and the grenade type that I want and the perks that I want, right? So there's a lot to consider um, when it comes to picking your, your rogues in this
0: game. And can, can teams get under or overbalanced depending on which rogues everyone goes with? Like, do you need to, with other hero shooters, do you need to ensure you have a good balance of combatants and healers and so on and so forth? Or, or can you just always kind of carry the team if you needed to?
1: The thing is, is that I played with uh, one other friend. Um, so we had, we had mic chat, but I haven't actually had a full squad of four, but... But, yeah, I mean, like, I would love to do that and, and coordinate because, yeah, like, there's, like, there's certain characters that just sort of mesh well together. Um, that I think the, the real imbalance right now is that, like I said, there's different founder packs and and the, the founder packs come with a different number of rogues. And that's, like, the biggest imbalance is that, like, for me, I have all the rogues unlocked so I can I can pick anyone that I want. But other people that I'm playing against, you can tell they have the basic founder pack and, and they only have like you know one of the, the, the basic six, right? So that is a little bit unfair, I find, because you know, like I, I've, I've got a wider set of, of rogues and wider set of abilities that I can potentially use in, in battle. Um, but I think like obviously over time as people unlock all the rogues, it's gonna balance itself out. And probably when the game is free to play, they're gonna have some way of balancing it all out, right? But as of right now, it's it's kind of loaded that way. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like uh, overall, it's it's just it's just so fun. I mean, like unlike games like Fortnite or or Apex, like you know you drop down, and you've got you know sixty or a hundred uh, opponents to to fight. Like this one is is it's all four v four and like matches get over in probably five minutes or ten minutes right on you know sometimes i'll play apex and, and a, a round could be 20 minutes or half an hour depending on on you know on how well you do in the game but this one is just like it's just constantly like you're constantly playing new games and and having fresh matches which is a lot of fun um on the downside i would say that there it like technically it it is a little rough right now um i like i think it it's it's mainly stuff like mantling um the mantling animations like seem a little off and and jumping um just feels off a little bit right now um it definitely it's super smooth so you don't have to worry about the framing or anything like that it's just i think like over time they're gonna they're gonna you know tweak some of these animations just make it a little bit more smooth right um the other thing too is that you can't avoid crossplay with pc so Like, as Dapper Tux mentioned, it's available on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation, Xbox, and and PC. Um, So, yeah, you're going to have people playing on on, on Switch that are going to be paired up with PC. And I'm currently playing it on PS4, and I'm matched up with people on PC. Those those are not level playing
0: fields, especially keyboard and mouse. Ooh. (laughs) As opposed to, yeah, Joy-Cons. Ooh. (laughs) Or or standard controller.
1: Yeah. yeah i know i know like it's it just seems like it's it should be an option in all these games right like why would anyone want to play against pc with a mouse and keyboard when you're sitting there with a controller but yeah
0: because i know with call of duty for example um you know they've they've gone they've gone cross play for a majority of their games and yeah you you can tell who has a keyboard and who has a mouse so it's it's just one of those things that because you can plug in a keyboard and mouse for the for the ps4 and that so you want to know who you're up against and you can actually kind of filter that out so is there no way to filter that right now uh with Rogue?
1: i looked in all the menus and i can't find anything I, I did a search online to see if anyone had a solution um nobody seemed to have anything to offer right now so and i i, I get it like they don't want to split the, the player base then they want everyone playing together and and I, I get it. Like, it should be an option. Like, if you want to play with PC players, like, by all means, you can flick it on if you've got friends that are on PC and squad yeah. up. But, um, yeah, I mean, as a console player, it's not really something that I'm, I'm interested in. All right, let's move on to the hot take. So, hot take for this one is, is with all this Fortnite copying, right? This, there's a lot of Fortnite in this game. Is it holding back the online gaming scene? It's a good question, because, I mean, like, a lot of games... Probably want to copy the success of that, right? Like we were even talking with Rocket Arena, or like the the aesthetics of Rocket Arena is pretty similar to Fortnite, right? And and with,
0: with for me as a guy who who likes a good single player game, I'm I'm gonna say yes. I it's been done very well. The uh, you know uh, battle royale, you know we've had we've had our PUBGs, we've had a Fortnite. I really like what the Call of Duty series has done with battle royale but um, i think we need to stop just dropping games that are simply focused on battle royale and making it just like a multiplayer mode I, i think we should start taking games like this giving them a single player component more modes and not just just hyper focusing on battle royale because Battle Royale is, like, just saying, you know, oh, this game's only going to be a multiplayer deathmatch, and, you know, as much as much fun as those can be, right? Like, I mean, you've got franchises that are built off of the longevity of what their multiplayer base has done for them, but, yeah, I really wish I could have a good single-player campaign, because, to be honest, even when I saw Row Company, like, pop up, and I saw it for the first time on uh, Summer Game Fest, and I saw the really cool trailer, I'm like, okay, if this is a single-player game, this is looking like it could be a really cool story. It's It's got some cool beats to it that are like john wick you against the world sort of idea and then it's just like you know okay it's it's another almost battle royale style game and i was just kind of like you know what i i think i'll see myself out (laughs) that's the way i felt but uh but yeah i do feel that all the Fortnite copying it's getting a bit much and it without a doubt it's holding back online gaming and i even feel Uh, you know, just single player games. I feel like the resources that have to be endlessly poured into always ensuring there's some sort of battle Royale component so that they can monetize, uh, you know, much like Fortnite has been monetized is in there. uh, You know, I don't know. It's, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot.
1: Yeah. And I mean like with, with Rogue Company um, it's um, like, so, so the, the Fortnite components, um, are, it's not really the game modes because it is a four versus four versus a battle royale but the thing is with this game like you do stuff like you you drop into the map just like Fortnite. You the characters look like Fortnite skins. You're um you have the ability to dance just like Fortnite, right? So I like they're definitely taking some components of Fortnite and and, and putting it into their game. And I get it. Like it makes sense. I mean like they're they're probably Looking at how many players Fortnite has, and and they want to, you know, they want people to feel sort of familiar, right, and um and comfortable with the game. So I, I get it from a business perspective, but um but yeah, I mean, like you, you you can't help but think of Fortnite, right? And it's it's a little bit of a shame because you know, like when I'm dropping into the map and I'm landing and I'm dancing, um like i i i wish that the games would have their own identity you know what i mean like i don't want to think about fortnite i don't want to like i don't want to make those associations um to the game so while i understand and appreciate the reasons why they're in there um i i you know I'm, I'm hoping that you know with with this game and other games that they can just sort of like you know they can come up with their own fresh ideas um about how to drop into maps and like, you know, and how to do funny stuff, like maybe not dancing. I can't, I can't really think of it, you know, off the top of my head like, of how we could replace that with something else. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, more, more out of the box thinking versus, you know, sort of taking the, the best components of Fortnite and putting it
0: into it. So back to, uh, to rogue company though. what well, what would you sort of give it as a, as an overall score? So the whole experience with the hot take out of the way, what would you give it as a final score?
1: I'm going to give it an eight and a half. I mean, it's a pretty high score. Um, I I just, I liked my time with it though. Like I said, I'm addicted. Like I'm probably after this podcast, I'm going to go play it for a few hours. So uh,
0: (laughs) nice. Yeah. There you go. I think that's a telling, uh, uh, a sort of a a great litmus test right there. Is well. When the podcast is over, what are you going to go play? And if it's going to be this game, you know what? (laughs) You're off and running. Now, uh, changing gears to Deadly Premonition Two: A Blessing in Disguise. Here's the full impressions from Paul. Uh, take it away, Paul.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do this one quick because uh, I actually haven't finished the game yet. I just want to give some quick, uh, you know, some quick takes on what I played so far. I believe I'm about halfway done the game, um, and uh, obviously, this is this is the sequel to the to the original Deadly Premonition, which is basically known as one of the, you know, it's so bad it's good. <laughs> games it's it's got a cult following uh behind it and uh you know a lot of fans were looking forward to this game so um and i I was a fan of the original and i was couldn't wait to dive right in um so this one is sort of like it's a it's a prequel and it's a sequel so it, it, it parts of it take place before the original game and parts of it take place after um you uh once again are fbi agent york this time, you are going to the year 2005, you're visiting Le Carre, which is a small town in New Orleans where, uh, where you encounter a mysterious serial murder case. Um, and of course, you've got your friend with you, Zach, um, which is... nobody knows who that is, really. It's a, <laughs> he's got... York has an imaginary friend that he talks to, so um, that's part of the charm with this game um and yeah so i i you know i have been playing it um for for many hours now and uh yeah i'm about halfway through the game and i have to say like there's definitely some good things and there's definitely some bad things about this game um on the the good side is wow i mean just like the original game the the storyline and uh the voice acting and the the scripting is just hilarious like the the, the whole point of playing these games is for the story. Like, it's just, it's so, like, it, 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 it basically, like, you've got games like The Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima that they they try so hard to overproduce, right? They got, like, you know, top-notch graphics and, like, everything is just pixel perfect. And then you've got Swery who just makes games that that he, like, he intentionally subverts your expectations, right? Like he 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 purposely does things that are cheesy, things that are you're going to think like wow, that that's kind of bad, like that looks bad, that sounds bad, right? But um you know, I, I, unlike games that are just badly developed, like a lot of these things are really intentional in this game. Like, like it's purposely meant to be bad. Um it's meant to be a rebellious and, and irreverent game. Um, and it just it just works right like it's just the characters are so odd and and uh, like i'll give you like a, a couple of examples like there's this one scene where you're you're investigating a murder and you go into a bowling alley and for some reason you need to bowl like your your objective is to is to get a strike but it turns out that there is this elderly woman um who who like she comes in there every day and she rents out the there's only one lane in this bowling bowling alley which is funny enough in its own right um but she rents out the bowling lane every day and she won't let you play and it's like you spend probably five minutes kind of like smoozing her and flirting with her right and it's just like the lines were just hilarious like i i was i was literally like i had to pause the game i had to laugh out loud i i took so many screenshots of these one liners that are so funny right another example is like when you first go into lacare you check into a hotel and um you meet the chef and then you meet the bellhop and you meet the receptionist and it turns out it's all the same person but the person pretends like he's three different people right so you're so your character is like like you meet the chef or you meet sorry you meet the bellhop after you meet the chef and you're like hey like aren't you the the same guy like i met a few minutes ago aren't you the chef and the bellhop's like no like uh, i don't know what you're talking about right and it's just like <laughs> it's just it, it's it's just so funny <laughs> just so funny. The, the the lines <laughs> will make you crack up laughing and so definitely definitely if you want to laugh and you just like you're looking for irreverent humor like this game has it in spades um but but uh, the thing is like the downside really is the fact that a lot of the elements of this game are just underproduced right and i you know it's mostly purposeful like it it's 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 intentional um but uh but some things I, I i think probably aren't like for example the frame rate the frame rate in this game is abysmal i mean geez i, I want to see digital foundry do this game but like i'd be surprised if it's like 15 frames a second like it's it's like i you sometimes like it, it depends on where you are if you go indoors um it's the frame rate's actually a lot faster but if you go outside and you're exploring the open world of Lacare holy geez like the frame rate just drops to a crawl. So it's like it's really janky. Um and uh and graphically, I mean, geez, this game looks last gen, right? Like it's uh I know I'm playing on Switch, not the most powerful console, but I mean like I've seen stuff like, you know, Doom or or or, uh, or The Witcher. Like I've seen games that look pretty good on Switch, but this one, like, oh man, it's uh it looks almost the same as the original Deadly edition which came out last gen, right? So um, yeah so it's definitely not a looker and it's it's not a not a not a game player as well like you're you're gonna you're gonna kind of struggle with the with the gameplay a little bit um the good news really though is that like they did have a patch um that came out a few days ago and it did actually improve the frame rate when you're outside um it's still not great but it's it's definitely better um and uh, and sweary said that he's gonna have another patch come out soon which is gonna bump up uh the frame rate so you know fingers crossed that it's gonna end up uh you know being being playable as well um or be more playable than what it what it is currently um but yeah i guess like that's my impression so far i i i think um i think honestly like a lot of people are not gonna like this game just because of the performance um if you can get over that like if you can if you go into the game knowing okay it's not gonna play the best but i'm gonna i'm gonna laugh i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy the dialogue there's gonna be some some scenes and and some some lines that i'm gonna remember probably forever because they're just so funny like if that appeals to you then this game is a lot of fun right so i definitely recommend it and if you played the first game i mean so far i would i would say the first game is better but i would say that this does the first one justice right like it it's it's not quite as good um but it's 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 close it's getting there and like i said i'm only halfway through so maybe the latter half gets better we'll have to wait and see but um but definitely pick it up if you played the first game
0: and there you have it i'm dapper tux and i'm next gen player you can catch us on twitter and instagram at dapper underscore tux and at next gen player we are always down to play